Alita Battle Angel? Or is it Angel Battle Alita? In- All that matters is does it work? And is Happy Death Day to you any good? And is Happy Death Day to you any good? I feel like I'm repeating myself. That and more on this episode of The Real Review. So stay tuned. Welcome to The Real Review. Welcome to The Real Review, sponsored by Parametric and Lazy Ape Studios, where you get some of the latest happenings, real thoughts, and perspectives in the world of film and television. I'm here with Matt. Thank you for saving me. <laughs> hey. <laughs> Who am I to Matt? I'm that's sorry. An, that's, that's an inside joke. That's a little uh, bit of an inside one joke. One of the films. Some of us. Some, one of the films of that we saw. Yeah. yeah. So I'm not going to spoil which or how or when or where, but uh, yeah. Who am I today, Matt? I'm here with... Joel, gigantic eyes, Cunningham. Oh, that's a good thing. Yeah. I guess I I still am trying to figure out the purpose of the giant eyes beyond the fact that it just made them look cuter. I think that's like maybe it's like a like, beanie baby. It's like James Cameron's thing now. He's like, I've got big eyes on my character. Well, you and... know, this is the second movie that Christoph Waltz has been in with big mm-hmm. eyes, like or as a focal point. Oh, of that the is movie. true. Big it eyes, big eyes, a movie. movie, and it's then uh... James Cameron. Maybe they felt like there was just too many big eye things between them to not. Uh, include but maybe them. we're just not familiar with the source material, and that was a yeah. thing. Well, I mean. The source, the best that I can do, we'll get into this, folks, a little bit <laughs> less, you know, directly in a moment, more the review side of things. But, um, I mean, the it's based upon a manga series, yes. which became an anime, and everybody knows the Japanese, for the most part, if you know, if you're familiar with anime and Japanese manga, mm-hmm. uh, they always draw, draw a lot of the times the characters with really big Massive eyes. eyes this yeah. stereotypical way of doing it, and it's yeah. come a long way since then. Um, and I felt like maybe that's kind of the direction he was going in, like kind of trying to connect a little bit to the source it's totally material. Totally plausible. Yeah, but that was the only reason I could really figure it out, <laughs> other than the fact that he wanted to make her look more sympathetic as yeah. a character or something. But anyway, yeah. today, folks, we're going to be talking about two movies. Uh, we're going to be talking about Alita Battle Angel, as well as a film Matt got a chance to see that I did not. Happy Death Day to you. So I'm excited to hear about that. Yes. Because you've had interesting things to say. Yes, I do. I have interesting things to say. So before we get there, Matt, why don't you give our listeners a couple ways to get connected? Y'all can get connected with us a number of different ways, but you can start. See, if I just stay up here an octave higher, you hear it better. Is that how that works? No, anyways. So you can connect with us through our website, which is realreviewmedia.com. And that'll link you to all of our social media platforms, uh, Facebook, Instagram, Twitter, all that fun stuff, at realreview. Again, real spelled R E E L, like film reel, mm-hmm. and then also youtube.com slash the real review. Yeah. And uh, you can email us at uh, realreviewmedia at gmail.com. Let us know what you thought about our review, or if you want us to watch a specific movie or something like that, we can get in there, just comment, ask us your questions, and we will be more than happy to answer them on air. Anyway, that's it. Yeah. So. In case you're not familiar with the show, if this is your first time listening, just a quick heads up, kind of the way we do things. Matt tends to be a bit more of the fan perspective, uh, more of the fun, the pizzazz. Yeah. Yeah. Pizzazz. Where I tend to be more of the somber, uh, serious, in the details. Everything's not awesome. Everything is not awesome. (laughs) (laughs) And so uh, we put those two thoughts together to give you what we consider is a whole real uh, review. And so that is our staple. That is our thing on there that's our, our <laughs> that's stamp sound effect, yes. of approval our real review is our two sides of the coin so uh yeah and we'd love to have you involved as matt mentioned feel totally. free to send us your thoughts and opinions today why don't we get into our first review let's do it so we're going to be talking about first alita battle angel since matt and i had a big chance to watch this together and it's kind of the bigger li- release i would say uh real brief synopsis for this 
a deactivated female cyborg is revived but cannot remember anything of her past life. Wow. And goes on a quest to find out who she is, as one would most likely do. Wow. Uh, directed by Robert Rodriguez. It stars a number of folks. Uh, Alita herself is Rosa Salazar. Uh, Christoph Waltz also plays a pretty big character in this. Mm-hmm. Uh, Dr. Dyson Ito. Uh, Jennifer Connelly is Chirin. Uh, I'm going to butcher his name. I always get it wrong. <laughs> Mahershala Ali. Yes, is, that's pretty close. Thank you. Yes, uh, is you Vector. Uh, Ed Screen is a pawn. Also, uh, Kean Johnson as Hugo. I should mention him. He's a pretty big part of the film. Um, and then there's a couple, there's a number of sort of antagonists that kind of are in and out mm-hmm. and as they die or move on to other things yeah. uh, or are no longer part of it. So I'm not going to go through all of those, but um, definitely check it out. There's a pretty big cast. Yes, it is a big, pa- um, big A lot cast. of people I recognize, but a lot of people I did not as well, which I kind of yes. liked. Yeah, it's that's like, good. Sometimes it helps me to get into a movie a little bit better, especially when it's set in like another universe. Oh, totally. Where it's not like a recognizable face. So yes. I'll let you go first. Why yes. don't you share your thoughts? Thoughts on the movie. Alita. So, um, this funny story leading up to this, I I did not really think this movie looked that good from all the trailers that I'd seen. <laughs> I had no interest in seeing this do you movie. Mean, do you mean just visually or do you mean story and everything? Everything. Okay. I just like, okay. the trailers did nothing for me. Yeah. Um, but I ended up, maybe that helped my expectation because I ended up liking it a little bit more than I thought I would. Yeah. Um, and uh, so, yeah, I was surprised, definitely, uh, because it was not atrocious like I thought it was going to be. <laughs> yeah. Um, so the big thing that I am uh, going to say about this movie is that it is entertaining, mm-hmm. um, visually way better than I thought it was going to be, too. Yeah. Um, I will say this. I know initially when I had um, reviewed the first trailer that came out, like nine or 10 months ago or whatever it was, the effects weren't good. They were not good in the trailer. And I said as much on the, on the channel and, um, I cut tore apart for it, but guess what? They did not look good in the trailer, but they look fantastic. They had nine months to work on the movie since then. And it looks really, really good. And, uh, they don't, they've done well. I think all the effects for the most part are really, really cool. Um, my favorite parts, cause I'm rolling on the positives here, mm-hmm. um, effects best part. I think some of the action scenes were really cool. Very, inv- uh, inventive in a sense where it did feel like kind of like an anime or a manga in that sense. And, and I get that, um, from just watching that kind of, Oh, this is cool. Yeah. Um, I always love it when a character like gets power ups and stuff like that, you know, throughout yeah. and you kind of get a sense of that through yeah. this. It feels like a video game in that sense. Um, I think Rosa Salazar was great. I like Christoph Waltz in this. I like their connection a little bit. I didn't like it at first, but then I liked it as time progressed. Um, but yeah, I think for the most part, I, I did enjoy watching the movie. Um, before I dive into negatives, what are your positive elements kind of with that? Uh, visually, I thought there was some pretty effective styles choices uh camera wise they they tried to do some stuff with it that was like a bit a bit i, I would almost say like mischievous it was like it, it mischievous it, camera yeah, stuff it felt like okay they're kind of trying to take some interesting angles with this and they did some effective i think at times yeah slow-mo um so i i enjoyed that i enjoyed yeah. the visual style of the overall the overall world mm-hmm. as well for the most part i will say one caveat to that, which I did not at all like, and it's actually a really funny thing if if you didn't go through and do this when you were watching it the first time. What? <laughs> uh, the background actors oh, in really? any of the wide shots of the scene- Was it bad? 
were horrible to oh, me. Oh, for real? Oh, yeah. Just, oh, man, I, didn't, I wasn't even paying attention. Yeah, I mean, I would, <laughs> I would challenge listeners, I would challenge you as well, like, go through and watch. And it's actually fun. It's, it's almost ridiculous how bad some of them are in the background. It's like they didn't get any... Direction or coaching. <laughs> There's like one part where like this guy's walking by in the background, and first of all, they all look like they're wearing like freshly purchased Gap clothes. Oh, really? To me, like there's a couple. Like they'll throw in one or two people that kind of have a little bit of like shredded look. Wow, you pay attention all, to these things. Well, it just it stood out yeah. because a lot of them were wearing really bright, bold yeah. colors, and I was like, that's such an interesting choice because this is supposed to be this post-apocalyptic kind of world. Yeah. And why? So wouldn't they all have more like rags? And you're trying to show this world where like everybody's just struggling to survive. And they're trying but, to make it up to solve. Yeah. Zol but like whatever. everybody's selling stuff and everybody's buying stuff in the background. And there's like this one scene where there's like this middle aged man who's like overweight and he's wearing like khaki shorts and like a like a nice button down T-shirt. And he's like standing on a street corner and he's like standing there. And he's like looking around awkwardly. And then this other woman comes around and he's like, oh, hey. And there's like four or five scenes that there's like a scene where a guy, he's like a larger black man, overweight, goes by and he like has this like, like look where he's like, what's going on? It's just, I don't know. I got caught wow. up in watching the background actors and I pointed out to the person I was with and they started doing it too. It was, <laughs> it was a ton of fun. Now that cuts out about halfway through the film because the film becomes much more focused, solely focused on the characters and their story versus mm. the whole city and presenting the, the city. So that only lasted like a little while. Um, but I, I think overall to me, you know, you mentioned the visual effects. They were good. Uh-huh. I still, I, they weren't so good that I was like, wow, I don't know if I'm looking at something real or I could still very much tell like these are visual effects of this person and of this creature, not creature, like cyborg. cyborg. Yeah. So I, I thought they were good. It wasn't so bad that it pulled me out of the movie. Right, right, right. Which that's a good sign. But it wasn't like, oh my goodness, this is like, I feel like that Alita girl's right there and then yeah. they're like touching her and feeling yeah. her. So, and then there was times, sorry if I kicked you there on the table. <laughs> Can't see that, yeah. Um, <laughs> there was times where some of the action would get a little bit too ex- extreme and kind of crazy. And it was like, I just wanted some more wide shots. Like, sure. give me some more distant shots of stuff. But I, I'm trying to stay more in the positive. Sure. So, um, overall, I also really liked, and I know this is based upon a you know a pretty cult popular manga series um, from the 90s. But I like that they tried something different. I like that this yeah. isn't like a story that's directly been told before. Yeah. We've seen little bits of these kinds of stories in the past. But I like, hey, we're gonna try something that nobody's seen before, yeah. and and really go in a very different, inventive direction. So I like that as well. For sure. Um, I'm a big fan of sort of sci-fi and yeah. post-apocalyptic. Oh, that's, that's my, my that's my jam. Yeah. I love any of like what society might look like hundreds of years from now. Yeah. Um, even even the little thing at the beginning of of the 20th Century Fox, it's a 26th Century Fox. Yeah, or I thought like that was kind of neat. Yeah, because um, it actually, well, if you're familiar with the manga, it's been re- revealed over time that it's been this is actually set in the 26th century. Yeah, and they say that I think in the beginning of the film, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. They say something like that. Yeah. I, I don't remember. Anyways. Yeah. Um, so anyways, I just, I came out surprised. I enjoyed it more than I thought I would. Um, I will say I do like the attempt at world building. Mm-hmm. They didn't dive into as much of the like lore of what was happening, but yeah. I did see some stuff that I thought was cool. There's some like flashbacks that Alita had that I, I thought were cool, especially towards the beginning half of the movie. Um, and uh, I appreciated that. I think Rosa Salazar, she did motion capture, so kind of like the equivalent of what Andy Serkis did yeah. in the Planet of the Apes movies for that for that role. So I thought that was kind of cool. Um, I will say, I think the um, I think the dialogue was was 
was laughable at times. Yeah, it was um, I, rough. yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> there was literally a time, um, and this is my Chris Traeger voice. Literally, literally, <laughs> some really yeah, bad dialogue. The hand, literally. <laughs> yes, literally. And and uh, I did not think that we got the strongest a- um, acting from oh, what's the guy's name who Christoph? played? No, 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 Christoph. I thought he was fine. Um, Zadik. Or Zipon? No, 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 no. Oh, Kean Johnson. Oh, okay. Kean Kean Johnson. Kean Johnson. I didn't think yeah. we got the best acting from him. Yeah. Um, I, he did fine other times, but there's a couple times like, Ugh. it. Um, but, I agree with you there. I'm not trying to interrupt. I, I, I felt like a lot of, Christoph Waltz felt very wooden yeah. in a lot of it. And he'd have these moments where he would like break out into this like, really intense, like, intense scene. He has I, a rocket axe, guys. It's pretty cool. Yeah. I, but I felt like most of the people in this felt very somber, yeah. very quiet, and kind of like, I don't know, if you're familiar with Robert Rodriguez, that's kind of his style. Yeah. Like if you watch Sin City, everybody in there's like really, yeah, yeah, yeah. you know, and it works for that movie. But this movie, the only character that really seemed to be emoting was Alita. Alita, yeah. And it kind of was a weird dichotomy at I times. feel like she carries the movie as far as like, I, I, and here's the thing that I liked about it and I think maybe it's just because I'm a dad, but I, I was able to connect with Alita right away and I always say this all the time, your movie is going to have more of an impact on me and I will be more inclined to like it if I can connect with the characters. Yeah. And I connected with her right away because she has this like, childlikeness about herself that I was like, oh, this is kind of like endearing, especially towards the beginning. I'm like, oh, okay. Yeah. And she's really learning some of these things. And I really appreciated a lot of times that in, in these types of um, films and stories is there's this like huge rift between the, the dad and the daughter that, that happens and they didn't they didn't stretch that out for too long. I felt yeah. like they they closed that up. They they that wasn't the primary like conflict in her personal right. life. Well, and that wasn't a part of the I'm not going to get too much into the I don't know too much of the manga, but I know some of it. I know zero I of the manga. So I'm just it, basing it off the movie. Yeah, it, it really wasn't about that in the original. It was much more they kind of added that element to I think bring added depth to Christoph Waltz's character and add some sure. tension there. Yeah. That it was, because she's in the manga, she's actually named after a cat. Oh, okay. Oh, really? <laughs> yeah. So it's like completely That's funny. sort of different. And it's talked <laughs> about like, why would you name her after your cat? Which was a male cat yeah. that like died right before he yeah. found her. So it's like, it's a different story. I, I kind of in a way got it, but it felt a little bit manipulated to me. Yeah. I'm like, you can just make her have like, she just came from nowhere. She's not connected to Christoph Waltz. And yeah. Just because of the the interest that he had in her and the kindness of his heart. Yeah. He decided to help her. Yeah. Um, that was kind of another thing about his character. It was like, everything about him was like, everything was just given to him. It was yeah. like super simple with her. Yeah. It's like, he just found her and they just hooked up this body and then he did like a little bit of work on her. And I'm like, I wanted to see this to be like, he put in effort, he put in a yeah. struggle and with him, it was more of just like, well, I found you and yeah. I had this body, so I just connected you. And right. now I'm, now you're like my daughter. Yeah. You know? I feel like, I feel like the, uh, some of the actors in this are, are put in there randomly. Yeah. Um, namely some people towards the end of the film. Specifically, yeah. Uh, and, um, the yeah. they, uh, you can tell they're, they're, they want to make a sequel yeah. and I think the movie's doing okay financially so far. Yeah. So I think it's headed that direction. Yeah. Um, and you might, some people might be wondering, well, like where are they going to go with this? There's like a whole, so this was actually just really based upon most of the first manga series. There's two more that have since come out from yeah. the same author and it's still running as of this day. Yeah. Um, so there's, Plenty more content oh, yeah, 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 for, for them sure. to launch into. For sure. And they, they, there's a, there's a blatant like, Hey, this thing can go longer. And there's, there's, if, if we make enough money, we can make a sequel yeah. at the end. Mm-hmm. <coughs> but 
other than that, I, I enjoyed myself. Anything. Okay. So here's the worst part of the movie for me, not just the dialogue, but any of the love <laughs> stories stuff, anything with that, I was not on board for. Um, but other than that, I thought it would this this movie exceeded my expectations. I did not go in with high expectations at all. They were actually very low. Yeah. But it exceeded them, and uh, I was surprised at that element. Yeah. So I, I feel good that like I I I gave this movie no credit going into it, and yeah. then coming out feeling pretty decent yeah. about it. See, I had higher expectations. I was hoping for at least a pretty good movie. Oh, okay. And I don't think I got that. From you personally. were kind of on the opposite side of me. Yeah. There's a lot of things working towards it being, James Cameron has been one of, continually one of my favorite directors. Yeah. Besides like the Avatar stuff. Well, he did I, direct it, but he did write the script. Right, but he was like such a heavily right. big part of it. And yeah. I respect Robert Rodriguez and I feel like he's yeah. a good, competent filmmaker. Spy Kids! Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, this film just was kind of, there was so many parts that I was just like, now why, now how, huh, sure. what? I mean, the fact that she had some memory of some things, mm-hmm. but she didn't of others. Like, she comes out and she recognizes certain aspects of the world and the environment around her, but other things, she's just like, well, I don't know what a dog is, but I know what clothes are. I was kind of taken aback. I don't know what an orange is, but right. I know what, you know. Well, they explain that. I feel like they explain that in, like, where she comes from. They don't. They haven't really explained where she comes from yet. Like oh, the really? true I heritage they, of. No, okay, I mean the erm stuff. Yeah, I, I we probably won't get into it too okay, much. Yeah, but there's yeah. a lot more backstory to sort uh, of where she sure. comes from. And okay. How she got involved. I just made okay. So I just made a deduction yeah. that maybe that's why that yeah. she didn't know about these things. Anyways, right. Um, the uh, there was something else I was going to say about it, but. I can't remember. I can't remember now because no I got stuck on that that tangent. Yeah, well, reason. and okay. I didn't. I didn't really like the way that it left me feeling at the end. I mean, okay. it builds up to this kind of big showdown, and yeah, it was kind of slow played out, but it built up to this kind of epic, big climactic uh, showdown between two characters, and then it kind of just goes, eh, you know. And I don't want to say how it ended or yeah. where, but saving and I it get, for the sequel, man. I get that, but <laughs> there needed to be some resolution right. to that. Because you're literally building up, like if you look at a story structure of like most films, the three yeah. act structure, there was no kind of, in a sense, ending to the third act sure. or like beginning of a third. Like they started the third act and then they ended the film, and you can do that. Like if you've got like a Lord of the Rings mm-hmm. or something, they've they've done that effectively in movies. Yeah. But you have to have a big enough epic climactic third act that feels like a third act to the film that resolves yeah. enough of the beginning of the rest of the film in order to feel like that film is like whole yeah and it didn't do that because it literally was like all these things we've been building up the entire movie and no yeah like so there was some closure for certain characters there was some closure for like the direction that she's going but i don't know it just never felt like that was the driving motivating factor of this entire film it felt more of like she's trying to figure out her backstory and the conflict that's at large and we finally get to that what that is and then we don't get the yeah the okay. satisfying part I of it. I gotcha. So, so I, you just got to go into these movies with low expectations, man. See what yeah. happens. Yeah. I mean, overall, I enjoyed <laughs> it. wasn't time that I felt like wasted. I enjoyed some of the special effects. Yeah. I enjoyed the fighting. The fighting was all very like obvious where it was going to yeah. me. Like there was nothing about this movie that was like shocking except for maybe one slight aspect about it. I um, love the first fight. Like, and you get a sense of like her power. I was like, that's cool. Yeah. 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 Um, but I don't, we've talked about this. I'm, I'm not, never been a big fan of like one overpowered person that just like mops the floor with everybody around them. It oh, just it lacks. It's like the one, bro. Like lacks suspense to me. Yeah. Like there has to be this idea that they could lose. Mm, and it has to be yeah. more than to me, just like manipulated 
by the script sure. or the story. Like, well, we have to make this person lose now so we can right. give them this new thing. Yeah, I <laughs> like, gotcha. So it just that lacked much interest from me. What would you give it? it? What would you grade it? Uh, so I'm going to give this one pretty low, actually. I'm going to give it a, a 70, so C minus. Okay, so I'm I'm a little higher on that. I would give it a 78, C plus. Okay. Yeah. So. Uh, yeah, I mean... I guess what I would say is if it's if you like sci-fi movies, if you want to see something that's not like super intelligently put together but has some intelligence to like this like the world building yeah. and the design and has decent to good special effects, like check it out. But don't I, I I'm not like, oh my gosh, I can't wait for the next Alita right. Battle Angel right. to come out to find out what happens in her yeah. saga cuz it just didn't, didn't do enough to connect me to the story. So in the trailer, side note, there's uh this line that's that where the guy says you are the most human person I have ever met. <laughs> yeah. And in that, I cringed while watching it in the trailer. I remember I've seen it yeah. a couple of times and it's not any better in the movie. Yeah. <laughs> the dialogue was so wooden. There were so many weird parts. Like the part where like she is kind of like flirting with Hugo and she like looks over, I forget, to the girl that's in this, uh, like one of her friends yeah. that she becomes friends with and the girl like thumbs up her. I'm like, what the, what? Like, where is that even motivated by? They didn't have like some conversation like, hey, I like Hugo. I hope he likes me. Funny. Like there was just constantly moments like that that I'm just like, what were you thinking? I didn't like with? the dialogue, but I, yeah. I enjoyed myself overall. I'm telling you though, this is the last thing we'll say or I'll say at least and we can move on. But Do it. Go through and watch for that first half, just the background actors. It's like yeah. an entirely different movie was taking place <laughs> in the background. There's like the funny, there's like a scene where a guy's walking up to a table full of like merchandise and the lady that's selling them is like gesturing boldly like beside his head so he can't even like see it how much they are she's like three dollars and he's like looking at oh, the table it's like the weirdest stuff that's so funny yeah, just really funny anyway amazing okay matt you had an opportunity to see a second film i did and i would love a to hear second film of a second film a second of franchise. a franchise there you go yes uh happy death day to you why don't you talk a little bit about that let's talk about it because happy death day came out in 2017 i uh, didn't know what to expect of it it's just a blumhouse release i was like ah cool kind of like a slasher movie but uh, groundhog's day and i ended up really liking the first happy death day mm-hmm. uh, i think i gave it a b plus or something like that i wow. really i really liked it i'm it trying was, to remember it was but fun I think that's right. and yeah. i think what what worked about that first one is it's like this thriller and it had it's like you know thrilleriness or whatever you want to call it thrillerness thrilliness yeah. and um but it was also really funny it was like a comedy like a thriller comedy mm. um and so uh i was really excited to hear that happy death day 2 <laughs> was coming out or happy death day to you and uh i came out liking the movie um i will say right off the bat it's not as good as the first one um uh there is a repetitive nature to it um that that is inherent in the series now, but they explain it more. You get a little bit more about like why this happened to begin with, why this repeating thing is going on, um, who's involved in that aspect. And then you open up the idea and they talk about it in the trailers of like uh, parallel dimensions kind of a thing. Mm. And so they get a little bit more sci-fi with it. I like, I love, sci- I like that stuff. I, th- I think sci-fi is fun. So cool. I'm all about sci-fi. And, I really, really liked it. In fact, this movie is funnier than the first movie. Mm-hmm. Um, They're really that, playing that up in the trailer. Right. So it's they, they um, it's kind of morbid funny, like Groundhog Day was a little mm-hmm. bit. Um, they even go as far as to have like a montage of like death scenes mm-hmm. that are Com- comical it was pretty comical <laughs> there's one of them in there that's really, really well done. Yeah. <laughs> I was laughing out loud. Um, but I will say 
uh, I, I liked everybody. Uh, the girl who plays Tree, I think her name is Jessica Roth. Awesome. She carries this movie on her shoulders. Uh, Carter was okay. I didn't care for him as much in this one as I did in the first one. Uh, Fee Vu. And I didn't, I didn't even explain it. Sorry, guys. I totally forgot to go through this whole thing. But um, happy death day to you. <laughs> Tree Gelman <There> <laughs> discovers that dying over and over was surprisingly easier than the dangers that lie ahead. So she's having to relive a lot of this stuff. This movie actually, another thing I really liked about it is it went there emotionally, and yeah. I felt I felt some like emotional pull. I was like, oh man, this is getting, this is good. Like they did some really good things and some like family dynamic stuff there that I was surprised with. I felt the chills in a couple of times. I was like, oh man, that's that's pretty good. Mm-hmm. Uh, some some family stuff. It just the one thing that I feel like that this movie lacked that the first movie had was the slasher thriller element of it. I didn't feel like nervous or scared. I felt like it was more of just a comedy suspense movie. Mm-hmm. Like a mystery more. Mystery more than an actual like thriller-ish yeah. scary movie. Kind of like the first one was a little bit. Mm-hmm. Um, there's a couple of times where you're like, you know, there's, you know, people are creeping around hallways and, and stuff like that. But for the most part, it's just the funny figuring out what's going on element of it. Yeah. But I did find a lot of enjoyment. It does, it does take it to another, another level of potential absurdity, but I bought into it. So I think it's really going to lie on uh, rely on people if they're going to buy into that um, for the people to go watch it. But I, I really think this is shaping up to be a pretty cool, uh, what do you call it? It's not a trilogy. It'd be a duology. Du- duology. duology. <laughs> I think it's a duology. <laughs> I don't, I don't know. know. Just yeah. it's a really cool uh, franchise that they're making here, and they're, I'm sure they're gonna make this a trilogy. Yeah. We'll call I, it a trilogy. Mine is. There's a stinger. One. So stay stay after. There's a stinger after the movie that kind of opens it up for is a little Edward bit more. Edward Norton in it? No. <laughs> Stop talking about Edward Norton. <laughs> Anyways, I did really enjoy it. It's not as good as the the first one. I had a lot of fun. Um, the characters are fun, uh, in it. And, uh, if I had to rate it, I'd give it an 82 B. So B minus. Nice. So the first one I gave a B plus was a B minus, but it's yeah. still, it's still a fun movie. Yeah. I actually sure. want to watch them. You That's need to see them. I think you'd, I think you'd like them. Yeah. I like horror comedies. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, some of my, I love, um, I can't think of the whole, uh, blah, blah, blah. Boomstick, uh. Boomstick. Yeah. I'll talk, I'll think about it. Oh. Yeah. <laughs> what are you about? saying? No. Um, series of films. With boomsticks. Yeah, with boomsticks. I don't uh, know what you're talking about. The Dead, Book of the Dead. and Dawn of the Dead? Some of that? No. Shaun of the Dead. No. I love Shaun of the Dead. That's a good example. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I should have used that example. Okay. But I did not use that example. Boomsticks. Uh, Army of Darkness. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Evil Dead. Evil Dead. There you yeah, go. Yeah, yeah. Evil Dead. Army of... I can't think of the words. <laughs> I'm a movie reviewer and I can't think <laughs> of the name <laughs> of the movies. Yeah. But yeah, Army of Darkness, Evil Dead, Evil Dead 2. Specifically, Evil Dead 2 and Army yeah. of Darkness are some of my favorites. I get that. But, um, yeah. Cool. Cool. Anything else you want to say no, about that? No, uh, highly recommend it. Checking out if you're yeah. if you're into that sort of thing, um, and it was fun. It's fun movie. Cool. Well, a reminder: some good ways to get connected to us on the podcast here before we wrap things up. Uh, we have our website, which is realreviewmedia.com. Real Got to ahead myself. And then additionally, our Facebook, which is facebook.com/slash/realreviewmedia. We also have our Instagram and Twitter, which are both at realreviewmedia. Uh, we'd love for you to watch our videos, which are on YouTube, or Matt would like you to watch them. I don't really want that so much. <laughs> Joel doesn't you to, care. You, I just don't think you're going <laughs> to... Just look at Matt if you do watch them. Don't look at me. YouTube.com slash The Real Review. And last but not least, love your hear your thoughts and perspectives on Alita Bad Angel. Maybe you were watching the background excerpts and thought, hey, that is pretty funny and you want to share your thoughts. Or maybe you saw... Uh, you have a better description for what a duology should be called. <laughs> duology. <laughs> uh, sequel. Send us an email. Yeah. Original Real, and sequel. There you go. Realreviewmedia at gmail.com. Duology. Last thing I'm going to say for me, 
I have my final thought here. Final like, thoughts. Final with thought Joel here. Cunningham. I would have actually loved to have seen Alita: Battle Angel be an R-rated movie. There was a ton of. I mean, it went pretty far yeah. for a PG-13 movie. It did. Movie. It did. Even John Wick, some stuff happened in there. Yeah, like, like a specific thing. Yeah, happens. and I mean, I know a lot of them are like cyborgs, so it's like not the same kind of violence because yeah. they're not like human. But it was pretty intense. Still, one person gets like cut in half. Oh and, yeah. So um, the way they animated that. But was I feel really like cool. in an R-rated world, things would have been a lot grittier, a lot darker, yeah. a lot harsher. And they weren't really going there. They were trying to make this more like a kid-friendly violent in a weird way. Yeah. Because I liked their... like the blood was blue and, you know, stuff like that. Yeah, so, yeah, yeah, yeah. I don't know. What were you going to say? No, it's cool. I, I, I liked a lot of elements of it, too. And I could probably elaborate for a while on this movie. But there we go. Yeah. Good All stuff. Right, cool. Well, then, it's been real. Bye. It's been real. <laughs>